uh, Thanksgiving, Amanda made a freaking awesome turkey. Two things I never thought would go together, but a marriage made in heaven, turkey and oranges. You never had citrus with your poultry? Uh, not, not an orange. I love orange chicken. I've <laughs> never seen an orange shoved up a turkey's ass before. It wasn't in its ass. It was in its neck cavity. How you feeling, Antonio? A million bucks. Because last we spoke, uh, I was dying. Yeah. Yep, I'm good. Well, that's good. Jen, your knees healed? I'm sure. No, not quite. Oh shit. Damn, it's been like a month. Yeah, uh, it was a bad fall. Maybe, maybe you should rest your knees more. I do, Brandon. <laughs> Except I... Have you already served your sister papers yet? <laughs> Still working on the dollar amount. Antonio. Yeah? Ryan made me watch this movie. I'm not, I am not. don't want to talk about it on the podcast. Okay. It's too late. <laughs> the recording has started. Ryan made me watch... Or he tried to make me watch Rock of Ages. Uh-huh. And you, you're on record as saying you're not a fan of musicals, so nothing you say will, will really carry any merit to it. You son of a bitch. Well, I like Hamilton and I like Chicago. The Rock of Ages, I do not. Um, we couldn't make it 10 minutes into that movie. I understand that it's a parody. Like, I get it. But even for a parody, I had a really hard time watching it. <laughs> You didn't even Such get to the Tom Cruise part? Oh, I got to Tom Cruise. Oh. And then promptly left. I guess a better parody musical would be Walk Hard. <sighs> I think I kind of want it. Is it because the lead character, the main character was Mexican? Do you have a problem with that? It Okay, you know what it reminded me of? And I don't know if it's the actors or the quality of the acting or the storyline, but I felt like I was watching... A Disney Channel movie, but with adults. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I just—it's bad acting. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting, where the, I'm waiting for where the the negativity starts. It's, it, I don't know, man. That was bad. Julianne Huff should not be in movies. Wow. I mean, not anymore. Because she peaked. Well, she's not as good looking anymore. <laughs> It, it didn't help her in this movie. Is she not? What happened to Julianne Huff? She hit 30. Oh, no. Why'd she do that? What's wrong with being 30? That's rude. I'm 30. So am I. I feel like she's going to age like Nicole Kidman. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Are we doing Juno next week, guys? Why? No. Why? By the way, I shouldn't even ask why. The answer is no. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm real conflicted after. I mean, right, because on the one hand, she's still cute, but he. it's also a he. he. Not an it. He, he He's cute. <laughs> when did that he decision cute? come, though? I feel, I feel that's important. How? Well, for one thing, it changes the, uh, the, the Kate Mara scene. Now it's a heterosexual scene instead of, <laughs> instead of lesbians. So I'm not, you know, it's not, it's not as, as, <laughs> see, this is why we can't, no, this is why we can't do this movie. Okay, I so just, Elliot, this Elliot is the first looks, I'm hearing of this. Oh, really? Yeah. So Elliot, <laughs> Elliot still looks like his, his self. 
So do y'all think he's cute? Well, yeah, and that's that's you know part of the you problem here. Find him sexually attractive? Yes. I'm glad that you are you are comfortable enough in your masculinity to say that. Just because he answers it doesn't mean he's comfortable. <laughs> he's still conflicted. Just because he can answer that one question does not mean that he is capable of ha- sustaining a full conversation about the nuances of what's going on here. <laughs> they will still be returning as Vanya. In the Umbrella Academy. Never heard of it. Vanya or the Umbrella Academy? Both. <laughs> the first season was good. Second season was not, but you're already invested, so you have to watch it. Um, so don't don't even start it. Cobra Kai has two good seasons. You should start it. <laughs> no, thank you. Season three comes out in about a month. What? What? I still haven't even seen two yet. I gotta check that out at some point. Maybe I'll do that. Man, if you like teenage drama, oh, who? I mean, who doesn't? Who among us? You know, a show that I feel has too much drama that I've been powering through is New Girl. Really? You think it's got too much drama? It makes me never want to live with another human being again. <laughs> oh, what? I watched that show, and I also I I would like to not live with my friends. I agree. But the full house. <laughs> yeah, New Girl ruined that. Yeah, I didn't know. Like yesterday, there was an episode where I still don't know. All, oh, I'm starting to learn all the character's name. I think Schmidt brings I Nick. I love him. He brings Nick a cookie. And <laughs> Nick just eats it. But, like, doesn't say thank you or anything. And he's real hurt by it. <laughs> You leave Schmitty alone. You give, you give me cookie, I give you cookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Winston is like, you never say anything. You never acknowledge anything nice we do. I say goodnight every night. You've never said goodnight back. Who do you identify with on that? I wonder. Oh, sadly, sadly, Nick. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Part Winston. I can see you as a Winston. <laughs> I, I used to hoot pretty well. That's what it is. Father Time was undefeated, so. I'm pretty sure Winston played professionally in Europe, didn't he? I could have played professionally somewhere. What country has the shortest people? Uh, Southeast Asia. Probably could have played professionally there. Who's that girl? No, that, that theme song is annoying, though. It's Jess. If I wanted to shoot a theme song for myself, would you guys help me out? Of course. Sounds fun. I don't understand the question. I would give the effort that they do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they just sort of walk away at the end. Antonio, you watch anything else this week? Uh, watched a Bad Mom's Christmas. Mila, Mila Kunis? Yeah. And I don't know who else. It was funny, though. It was vulgar. That was my pregame to the Tyson Jones pay-per-view. Did you did you enjoy yourself, Antonio? <laughs> are you are you proud of yourself? <laughs> I enjoyed the Wiz Khalifa concert and the Snoop Dogg concert and the Snoop Dogg commentary and Mauro Ranello's hair and Mike Tyson speaking. Hmm. They'd have to rethink the which NBA players would I fight all things equal after Snape Rock. I feel like I could beat the shit out of Nate Robinson, to be honest with you. Now, yeah. We played this game at third base. I feel like he was in my top five. I ain't fucking with him. 
He was. Like, he's got that small dude person like thing going where he's got to know how to fight. You would think. Yeah. Realistically, though, I don't think those yappy little, very short people, first of all, can't relate. Second of all, I think that I think they've gotten by for so long on as <laughs> actually I can relate as someone who has talked a lot of shit in my life and presumably has never gotten hit because I'm short. People just feel bad. Like they're not going to do it. Like we, You know, maybe it's because they're always around us and Brandon and I are very intimidating people. Oh yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants Welcome. to fight Antonio. Uh, anyone else? Ryan, did you watch anything? Yeah, we, uh, Amanda and I watched Fury with Brad Pitt and my guy. Shia? Shia, sorry, I went blank for a second. How dare you? With Shia, it was pretty good. I was actually talking about Michael Pena, but with Shia, <laughs> Michael Pena, John Bernthal, it was really good. Um, I would probably say the top two David Ayer movies. Yo, I was shocked when I found out it was a David Ayer movie. <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience with him. <laughs> top two because it's just in, it's in the top two. I mean, okay. we'll, we'll let people decide who they think. What do you think is number one? <sighs> it's tough. It really, really is. But now we'll go with uh, Fury. It's Fury and Fury. No, it's Fury and uh, Suicide Squad. Come on now. <laughs> just kidding. Ah. Oh. No, it's uh, it's Fury and definitely End of Watch. Oh, that guy. <laughs> no, End of Watch uh, is really, really good. N- not to interrupt you, the guy, the Mexican dude, homie from from Suicide Squad, he was in Bad Moms, uh, a Bad Moms Christmas. Jay Rodriguez. Look, yeah, he looked nothing like him. He had like well, an adult haircut, and was like a good looking dude. He is. He's is he that Santa dude. stripper? No, no. <laughs> oh, that, that, I don't that, know, remember who. The, the Santa stripper was a white guy. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were talking like about a huge thing. dick. Allegedly. Wait, he has one or he is one? Has. Has. Ah. Oh, yeah. No, he's a super sweet guy. Who are we talking about? I don't know his name. Just a friend of Antonio and Jen's. <laughs> if you like Jay Hernandez, Antonio, you should check out Crazy Beautiful. It's a good movie. <laughs> the world's introduction. To Jay Hernandez. Jay Hernandez. I thought he was uh, so hot back in the day. I thought he was the uh, the cop from uh, the last like two or three seasons of Pretty Little Liars when I first saw him, but it wasn't him. It was some other Hispanic dude. <laughs> God, they all just look alike to you, don't? Oh, the handsome ones, yeah. It's like Diego and then the rest of them. I was going to say it's Diego. I just call everybody Diego Luna. <laughs> I thought him and Pedro Pascal were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me Diego Luna's under that fucking helmet? Um, top, definitely in top three for uh, Brad Pitt haircuts, though. In Fury? In Fury. That, yes. that undercut is the shit. Yes. Is it adult or buzz? Sure I would have fucked that one and married it. <laughs> It's uh, I don't it's definitely not adult, but it's definitely not hippie. It's more of like y'all are going with that haircut, the undercut. Uh, uh, yeah, the young Nazi look. It's not a young. There is Nazi one image look. that looks like a, a Nazi look. Interesting. No. Okay, maybe I need to see it in action. All right, you do. 
All right. Yeah, but definitely check out Fury. It was, it was a good movie. It's on Amazon right now for free. So Shia looks good. Yeah. The other thing I watched is I binge watched uh, the first eight episodes or the first season of Industry on HBO. Did you really? Yep. Without it all. How dare you? Uh oh. It's a long week. That's a no no. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, you certainly don't admit to it. Um, how are the naked people? <laughs> Uh, there's a, there's a lot of new, there's a lot of sex. There's a lot of dong, right? That's why I asked. (laughs) Day traders, they, they fuck a lot. They do a lot of drugs. All in all, it was, it's a really entertaining, uh, show. It kind of takes a turn where you, you're thinking it's going one way and it kind of turns another, but not like a spectacular, like, oh, crazy turn. Like, wow, where, where did we go with this? But just more of a, oh, I wasn't thinking that it was going to go that way and, some of the characters at first you like, and others you're just, or and by the end you're just like, mm, no, no, thank you. And for the ones you don't like, you still don't like them. So, hmm. so you just Definitely grow to hate more and more people as the as the show yes. goes on. You you grow to hate more and more people, and it's not like money or the occupation makes them meaner or it changes them. You just get to know them more, and you realize. It's just shitty people, but one of the girls on there. Mm. I don't know. I don't know any. Aren't they relatively unknown people? Yeah, for the most part, they're unknown or they're known in your the old country. country. So, I feel like your old country and my old country. Let <laughs> me check it out. It's pretty good. Amanda, I watched my octopus teacher. Which yeah, I'm gonna need a description on that real quick. That's the one where that dude fucks an octopus, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is there dong in it? I'm thinking of a tentacle monster. It's a it's actually a nature documentary, but it is I feel like it's underrated. But if you look it up, it's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes and like a high eight or low nine on IMDb. A lot of octopus lovers out there. It's romantic. Oh, okay. Go on. And. And moving. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. This is the one where the dude makes love to an octopus, right? Yes. That's exactly okay. what happens. Okay. Where do the tentacles go? <laughs> I'll give you three guesses. You should Google that. <laughs> All three of them are right. Um, no, but it's actually really, really good. And I'm sad that no- like nobody's talking about it. I did hear good things. People, people, um, it was one of those things that got a little bit of play as a joke on Twitter. And then there was people who were like, actually, like, stop joking about it. This is a good movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can we not reduce it to, can we not do the thing that I've just done where we reduce it to, it's the movie where a guy has sex with an octopus. Right. Raina, what about you? What'd you, what'd you watch? I watched Jingle Jangle. Little movie on Netflix uh, with Forrest Whitaker. Um, it was fantastic. Um, the cast is actually, I think, all the entire cast is minority, and uh, it was it's it's a Christmas movie. It was it was fantastic. Can't say enough good things about Jingle Jangle on Netflix. More people need to see that. That was just released, right? It was. It's on my list. Uh, in January. Yeah, I feel like we watched a lot of stuff. Well, you know, just just one or two. Oh, okay. I guess oh, I have three. 
Of course. They're very do. short. Well, they all start with, I thought it was funny because we watched The Sting, The Town, and then The Nest. And I realized Nick's got a little, you know, vibe going on with the movies. I think that was unintentional, but yes. Yeah, I guess not chronologically, but The Sting with my guy, young Robert Redford, looking real good. I'm going to have to show you a young Paul Newman movie. You should see young Dustin Hoffman. Mm. I was just about to say, haven't we seen young Robert Redford recently? All the President's Men. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman fucks. Yeah, he does. Shit up. Like, <laughs> by, by shit, I mean kidding. movies. <laughs> Fucking hate Dustin Hoffman. Um, but yeah, that was a good movie. Then The Town with another tasty cast. Don't give me that look. Ben Affleck Ugh. looks good. I don't. I don't. <laughs> John Hamm, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I'm in on that. Another tasty <laughs> cast. Who do you think has the smallest dick in that room? It's not John Hamm because I've seen the outlines. And it's not Ben Affleck because I think it's Ben Affleck. In it the might be Ben We refer to John Hamm and his big ham whenever we talk. Actually, about that's that's not true. It's probably Jeremy Renner. Why? Because he accepted the role of Hawkeye, A, and B, I don't think he has a famous wife. And who did Ben Affleck choose to play? Batman. Do you have to have a big to get a famous wife? I just assume. I mean, maybe he's just humble. Jeremy Renner? <laughs> <laughs> ben Affleck literally has like a murderer's row of just like hot, attractive. He's overcompensating. Jeremy Renner doesn't need to. Jeremy Renner's fucking crazy. You know that, right? Yeah, Jeremy Renner's a wild asshole. <laughs> I like it. I do too. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. I was so distracted by the guys in that movie. Fucking Blake Lively just ruined it, though. If y'all have ever seen a bad accent, I think oh, that's no. probably the worst accent I've ever seen in any movie ever. Oh, no. Including all of the southern accents we got from British actors <laughs> in that one movie that we just saw on Netflix not that long ago. Oh, that one? The sh- yeah. Trial of the Chicago 7? Yeah. That one- All British yeah. actors doing Southern accents. Like Blake Lively's whatever that was. Boston accent. That, I don't know. It's a townie accent. Yeah. Park the car in Harvard Yard. I want to talk to people from Boston and ask if that's accurate. Why would you do that to yourself? <sighs> Very briefly, I know I say that like a million times. Um, watched a movie called The Nest. Real small movie. It's got my girl Carrie Coon in it. It's got Jude Law in it. Looks really pretty. It's just a deeply strange movie. And it makes you think, you know, and I've um I feel like I've neglected my duties on on providing the uh, pretentious person's opinion on this podcast for past couple of months. So in the spirit of the movie that we're doing this week, in the atmosphere, the vibe that I am that I'm going to bring to this week's episode, I thought I'd thought I'd start with something pretentious. Uh, this is this is the the first in our our two Christmas movies. And uh, first up, we we we've got a a classic question mark, I guess. Um, no question mark. A uh, a nostalgia nostalgic childhood treasure that I'm sure we all have very strong feelings about uh, 1996's Jingle All the Way. Um, Brandon, 
you're responsible for nominating this movie this week. I am. I am. Why did you do this to me? Well, you know, Nick, um, I feel like this is giving the people what they really want. Uh, Jingle All the Way, as you you know, it's a classic, cult classic, uh, adored by millions of people around the world as one of the must-watch Christmas movies during the holiday season. Um, I actually haven't seen this movie in a few years, though. And I, going into this, I was like, man, I actually I don't get it why this movie is so loved. And I watched it, uh, I watched it a couple times, and I was like, man, this is uh, this is a pretty funny movie. Uh, and I am glad that I picked it because it uh, it holds up well uh, for being a '90s movie, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Yes, Amanda. I had never seen or heard of this cult classic. What? 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 Is it a cult classic because, or is it just a classic because it was from the '90s, or is it a classic because people watch this every year? Someone, please. I mean, I think it's both, right? Yeah. But also, it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger making all of those faces. Uh, you got Sinbad, who was, you know, still a popular character, and then you've got this this doll. I mean, every everybody can can identify with either being the kid who wants the hottest toy on Christmas or being the parent who has to try and acquire the hottest toy uh, for Christmas really speaks to everybody. It's a movie for everyone. Um, Let's talk about PlayStation fives. Here's hoping. Not happening, Nicholas. (laughs) It's the same thing I'm hearing in my house too. I don't need a, I don't need a PlayStation. Um, So I'm interested in, in in the way that I'm always interested, I guess. Um, you know, when what's uh what's the first thing that you guys think of when when you hear the title jingle all the way? Must suck to be a parent this time of year. Just this time of year? <laughs> Especially this time of year. Why, Antonio? <laughs> like if he get so had he had Arnold done his job, right? And gotten yes. his toy two weeks like in advance. Yes. He's not getting the credit for it. Like that was gonna be Santa's gift. So like, you do all this work. Had he gotten the toy Christmas Eve, he goes through everything and ultimately, wow, Santa got this for me. As a non-parent, you know, I, I can't relate to the feeling of still seeing your child smile because they got what they want. But that just seems. So is was that the I case though? I have enough thankless jobs as it is, so <laughs> I don't need to add one more to it. Was that the case, though, that the idea was that Santa got him Turbo Man? Because, right, the neighbor across the street got his kid Turbo Man months ago, and it was already under the tree. So presumably, right, like, one kid doesn't believe in Santa Claus and the other one doesn't when they're, like, that close, right? Or maybe they – I mean, I don't know. Oh, I see what you're saying. It was already under the tree, so you can't claim that as a Santa gift. Ted strikes me as someone who wants the credit for getting him the Turbo Man. Definitely. Credit for a lot of things. Yeah. Jennifer, from from the way that you responded to Amanda, I would assume that you've heard of this movie before. Uh, Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I have the VHS tape still. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It annoyed me then, though, too, but, like, constantly hearing it's Turbo time. (laughs) I don't know. It's like funny. Like there's nothing like cheesy and romantic. There's not a single prince or a Christmas wish or some bullshit. Like it's kind of real and funny. I don't know. 
and it's more about adults the whole time. Like the kids kind of not really in it that much. If only. <laughs> Ryan, you were 11 question mark when this came out. Yep. Okay. So as six year olds, six and five year olds. Here, I was five. I, <laughs> six and five year olds um i think that there's something you know to to amanda's point about is this a cult classic just because it, it came out in the 90s um <laughs> it might hold a special place in some of the people's ears some of the people here's hearts because you know we were six and you love everything when you're six i guess <laughs> um what was it like did you watch this when you were 11 was this a thing a staple in your household yeah, we went to the movies and saw this movie, actually. Not by me or my sister's choice, but my parents' choice, because my dad was a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, and he was like, get to the chopper the entire time prior to the start of this movie. And it's like, Dad, this is a Christmas movie. There is no Predator. I don't think there's going to be any guns or bombs. Boy, was I wrong. And uh, my <laughs> mom, my mom loves Sinbad. Like, to this day, just thinks he was like, so funny so this is like the perfect like date night movie for my parents in 96 but they just brought us kids along because it was a christmas movie i remember thinking this movie had more to do with like christmas christmas like the actual like day of christmas for some reason versus just like presents i don't know why i just truth be told i haven't seen this movie but maybe two or three times since since this movie came out so Hmm. i like what you wrote about the about it being like the about thinking about the modern commercialization of Christmas. Cause I think that's what is like one of the things that, Oh yeah. Listeners. I, I don't like Christmas time, by the way, <laughs> kids are no kids least favorite time of the year, but like it does have to do with like that, the commercialization of it and all that. And this movie kind of exemplifies that. So I like how, what you wrote there, Ryan. Yeah, no, I mean, it's real unfortunate because that's what this entire Christmas movie stems around is just, get this toy or I will be unhappy. And it's like, hey, kid, fuck you. <laughs> Listen here, Anakin. Shut your goddamn mouth. You should have spent one Christmas in Mexico so you could see how rough it is down there. Is that why you hate Christmas? No, Christmas in Mexico is simple. You just put your shoe out. We don't even have stockings. You just leave a shoe out and you get a bag of goodies. What are the goodies? Tamales. Because no matter whether you're rich or poor, you have something to unwrap. They put... You're lucky that you're Mexican. Um. <laughs> I don't know. What What about... You guys, like you said a minute ago, I was 11, you guys were 6. When y'all saw this movie, watching it now versus what you kind of remember about this movie, does it make you feel like shit? Were, were you... In other words, like, were we the kids or were y'all the kids that that's what Christmas meant to you was... It's the time in which I get that one gift I really, really want. I didn't see this movie as a kid. I think I saw it as probably like in high school or maybe in college. So I probably didn't, I wouldn't have gotten that feeling. Although that's had I seen this movie at that age, I don't know that I would have related it to the Christmas deal. Cause like my birthday is around Christmas time. So if I would, if I didn't get what I wanted for Christmas, I usually just had to wait a week and I could be disappointed a week later if I had to, but yeah. so that I mean that's that's an interesting question right I guess it, in the sense that I mean I don't remember wanting one thing very deeply for Christmas most years I think maybe I think I probably wanted an N64 whenever that came out 
I remember being very excited that I got an Xbox, an original Xbox when it came out. But I don't remember wanting like a like a particular toy or anything. You know, that's those are two years. The N64 and Xbox were two years out of what? Um, how long is someone a child? Uh, 12, 12, say. 12 years. Sure. Yeah. Um, 12 years a child. <laughs> I think that movie goes a little bit differently than the original. Brad Pitt still fantastic in it, though. Um, <laughs> the fun table directs 12 years a child. What's the difference between 12 years a child and boyhood? I figured we would do the the whole a child gets uh, a grown up gets kidnapped. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I regret asking that question. Um, was it? I mean, I I'd like. I also like to think that I wasn't a needy little child. I guess is what I'm trying to get at here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I feel like I'm not gonna get a firm answer here. Was anyone a needy little child? Did anyone? Did you know what you wanted? Absolutely. Like, was there one thing every, is that, I feel like that only happens in movies. Am I wrong? I wasn't babysat by my TV. So I never had commercials to influence like my wants. So I never really wanted something specific for, for Christmas. I was just happy with what I got because I had no clue what was out there. You didn't have like, that's you didn't have done right. You didn't have friends that <laughs> you didn't have friends that had things that you wanted. I mean, not at at that age. You didn't I, have friends. I mean, between between ten and twelve, you start to be more influenced, or nine and twelve, you start to be more influenced by things. But younger than nine, like I wasn't in front of a TV ever because my babysitter would not allow it. I don't know. I wanted books. I was that kid. Just wanted books. Nerd. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't have, like, commercials, because, like, we didn't have, like, I don't know, we had, like, the basic, like, five channels, mm-hmm. WB and, like, Fox or whatever those five were. I feel like, I don't think this was, I know it's not a store anymore, and I don't think it was that catalog. It was probably just JCPenney's, but, like, Montgomery Ward or JCPenney's, whatever, would, like, release the How old catalog. are you? <laughs> what are you, 55? I know. Is it is it a Sears one? Was yeah, it the Sears catalog? Sears, like, there would be a catalog, and we'd get it in the mail. And like, Ward. <laughs> you didn't go to Montgomery Ward in the Capitol Plaza? It's Target now. <laughs> what the? Yeah, it's back. I know exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> but I would get a catalog, and I would like flip through that, and it had like everything in it. I thought it was the coolest thing, but yeah. I was never like craving toys. I feel like I just enjoyed the spirit of Christmas as a child. Brandon, what was your favorite Barbie? <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't have one. I, I got action figures, sir, for for Christmas. But I mean, to kind of agree with the rest of you, it, with all of you, I mean, I, I only remember, I don't remember specifically ever really wanting a specific toy or anything like that. But also we did Christmas, I guess, a little bit different in that we would, my parents would take us to like Walmart and we would just like pick out shit that we wanted and then they would put it on layaway. And then Santa brought the stuff still, but like we picked it out and <laughs> went with them to put it on layaway. It's just kind of, it was kind of weird. And like we had a budget and like once we met the budget, like that was it. Um, I really only remember, I guess, wanting PlayStation and my, my dad actually, so they, one year, my dad surprised me with a PlayStation 
and he bought two games for it. And I, I guess he forgot that they were, he brought them in and he, I guess he left them in his jacket or left them in his pants pocket and he washed them. Oh no. <laughs> so Christmas day, I had uh, no, no games for the PlayStation. And oh, then no. I got, I remember I got 10 pin alley as my first PlayStation game. And that game was dope. Cause you could like bowl and you could like throw the ball all the way up and like hit yourself with it. I, I don't know. <laughs> PlayStation times were wild. Quickly before we before we just talk about the movie itself, is it just me and Antonio who are not really Christmas people? Is everyone here super into Christmas? Favorite holiday. Favorite holiday. Favorite holiday. I wouldn't call it my favorite holiday, but I I don't know. I went through a time where I was like really grinchy and didn't care for Christmas, and then I had Cece. Well, not I had Cece, but Cece started appreciating what she got for christmas and that's when it started getting exciting is that is that what's gonna happen here because i'm not i'm not anti-christmas but christmas doesn't christmas doesn't spark joy for me um but Lindsay, right now you're just buying gifts for a kid who doesn't give a shit about it no she really doesn't like i will she's old mm-hmm. enough to but she just doesn't <laughs> you buy her shit and then she plays with it for a little bit and then doesn't play with it or yeah, she'll be like, oh, she'll, you'll get her something. And then she'll be like, oh, well, I really wanted such and such. And I'm like, but you didn't say that. It comes off as real ungrateful. Uh, know how to read mine, sir. Exactly. Do you not have her writing cards to writing letters to Santa to get her? Yeah, but then, but then she and she gets exactly what she asked for. And then it's like, oh, but I really wanted such and such. And it's like, but you didn't you didn't tell Santa. And also Santa gets all the credit for for stuff and it's it's that's also annoying in our house santa brings one gift yeah that's how we had it in my house and your parents get you the rest of your gifts that way if there's a bad year it's not the kids fault because they still get their gift from santa so they know they're good or whatever (laughs) they just know that their parents didn't like them as much also because fucking santa is not going to take all the credit for all the hard work i do all year to get her gifts Hey, that's the way I feel about the shit too. And See, that was the opposite in my house. Like our parent, my parents would give us one, maybe two gifts, and the rest all came from Santa. And I think the idea of that was if the shit ever hit the fan, and let's just say, like for instance, I'm sure there's a lot of families this holiday season. It's going to be really, really, really hard with what's going on with with everything. So my parents' idea was we never wanted to rob our children of their childhood or of the Christmas spirit of santa not being able to give something this year so if they couldn't provide santa could and as i got older i realized that and i was like oh my parents literally would do anything to make me to to secure that christmas spirit for me i feel like my folks are like that real quick before i go into that uh i I am with nick and I, i don't like christmas i do like christmas sweaters though Christmas sweaters. Lo- love, love ugly Christmas sweaters. It's like oh my God. bro thing I am for. But I think my parents ruined the idea of Santa. Whenever Nick, you were mentioning how there was like a year that you wanted an N sixty four, and so uh, Ryan, I don't know if uh, if your family did this growing up, but we had this custom where we would open all our presents at midnight, and then we'd go to sleep because you know Santa would bring over whatever. You know, this was after my brother was born. Mm-hmm. So at that point, we we did get stuff from Santa. 
But when I got the N64, I opened it at midnight and was like, oh, shit. Fuck yeah, let's go. Let's play. And my parents were like, no, you have to go to sleep because Santa's still coming. And my response was, uh, he can skip this house. I got an N64. There's literally <laughs> nothing else he could bring that would be better than this. And they're like, no, but he's going to bring your brother something. I was like, is he bringing him an N64? Because I don't think that's going to... We only have one TV, so I don't know where we're hooking that other one up to. No, Antonio, he's bringing Goldeneye. And it's like, oh, shit, for real? What did we get that year? I think we got the Armageddon VHS is what Santa brought. Oh, <laughs> that's a quality gift. It is a quality <laughs> gift, but you know, I probably could have gotten that at any point later down the line. Play my N64. Were, were any of you cynical children growing up? Like, I didn't have a chimney at my house growing up. So I was always wondering how Santa would Excuse actually me. come in. Like we weren't how leaving. A key. Was he coming in through a window? Like when we lived in an apartment, we had to leave our patio door unlocked mm. to let Santa in for Santa, the convicted felon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a fireplace. So yeah. We also had a fireplace. Okay. Yeah, Santa was Santa came down that shit. We had a chair right next to it, and I did try to. I wasn't cynical, but I was um, like I am as an adult. Uh, an I asshole. was like, I was like, I'm gonna try to figure this out, and so I, I as like a five year old, hid behind the chair right next to the fireplace for like a solid hour and a half before I fell asleep. And my parents have told me later in life that they like went to bring in the gifts and I was they were like, where the fuck is he? Like they looked in the bed and I wasn't there and they were looking around and I was, a, you know, I was a tiny little child. So very easy to overlook. And then they found me like curled up asleep on the floor right next to where they were about to put presents behind the chair. Stupid child. <laughs> it's not that I dislike Christmas. It's that I don't like everything else that comes with Christmas. Um, Brings out the worst in people. It really does. Um, I, I guess in the spirit of that, let's uh, let's talk about a movie that brings out the worst in quite a lot of the people in it. Um, you know, we we open up here. Uh, hopefully people have seen Jingle All the Way, by the way. If not, but, we're just going to fucking explain it to you. I was going to say, for those of them that those of us that haven't. Uh, why don't you give us a little summary? Uh, Jingle All the Way is about a man with a terrible family. Um, I'm sorry, a terrible father with a terrible family who uh, embraces commercialism and capitalism and saves Christmas. Let's actually just break down what happens in the movie instead. Beginning of the movie, you get introduced to Arnold Schwarzenegger, very much a middle America man working at a mattress store, doing all he can to provide for his family. With that accent. With that accent, exactly. Classic. Killing the mattress game. Classic, classic American man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, seems like he's working a little too hard. Seems like he forgot to get his son the hot new toy for Christmas. Seems like his next door neighbor wants to fuck his wife. Uh, a lot of lot of problems. Well, that we, we don't that get, we start out with here. We don't get there too early, though, right? Because we're introduced to Ted, and 
all of the neighborhood women seem to want Ted to help around the house. And Ted seems to be shooing them off at this karate showcase thing that Arnold didn't make it to. One of my favorite lines in this movie is is it's like a throwaway thing where with that one of the wives is like, Ted, I, I need you to help like fix a light bulb in my house or something. And he's like, yeah, I've, I've OK, I've, I've got a tool for that. But he yeah. says it like under his breath, like the tool is his penis. Absolutely. Yeah. And so my whole thing with with Ted and I we I were jumping ahead a little bit was why do all these women want to fuck Ted? Look at that's what they want, right? They want to all. It seems like they all want Ted. Let's talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger, I guess. I mean, I've called him a bad dad. Perhaps that's too um, too rough, but he certainly backed himself into a corner here, right? No, he didn't. What? He was not a horrible dad. No, he's not. He just worked really fucking hard for that family. See that? I I saw that you wrote it too, Jen. That house, fucking brand new suburban back in those days. Double oven in the kitchen. Yo, mid-90s, you didn't have that. It's true. So you mean to tell me, and I don't, I don't for once, I, I didn't hear her at all ever say, well, honey, I have to work or, you know, when I get home from work, it's like, bitch, you could pick up the fucking doll yourself. I've got to do it all. Really? What were you doing all day? Next door, petting Ted? Baking him cookies. That was a great line, and the cookies. I'm sorry, I don't blame Arnold for any of this. Do they have two cars? That's what I was thinking about just now, is I don't remember seeing another car in the driveway. She also asked Ted to drive her to the parade. They did have a two-car garage. Doesn't mean there's two cars in it. Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger's responsibility to get the present because she's not allowed to leave the house? Damn. How'd the kid get to karate practice? Ted. Ted. That is a good point, but it's probably, yeah, I was going to say Ted. Carpool. <laughs> no. Because how is Ted going to balance all the other moms? You can't well, you can show up with one, one particular mom. Yeah, but you can't show up with one, otherwise you're not going to get hits from the others. I don't think he You'd be surprised. Him. He was getting hits, like, in the karate tournament, though. Yep. While sitting right next to, what's Rita's name? Liz. Liz. Lizzie. <laughs> According to Ted. She did roll her eyes like she looked a little jealous. A little jealous? That's her backup. She seems ungrateful, but does she really want a Ted? No. Why not? I think she did. Antonio comes over and hangs out with Nick and Jen, right? Nick has to run out, okay? So Antonio's like, here, I'll help with dishes and stuff. Jen, you go ahead and go <laughs> take a shower. Fucking do it. <laughs> do the dishes. So Nick Antonio, I, don't do the dishes. I know. So Antonio is working on the dishes and he's like, Jen, just go ahead. Go take a shower. Go, go take care of you. Sounds great. Okay. Bad example. <laughs> I come home and all of my friends are handling the household chores. You're not going to be mad about it. I'm not mad about it. No. Eating, eating your cookies, putting your star on your tree, hanging up your lights. First of all, no one touches my Christmas lights. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Jennifer, what if you came home and there was a strange woman hanging up the Christmas lights? Oh, hell no. Just burn the whole apartment down. <laughs> we have to move. What if you called my, <laughs> what if you called my phone and someone was, someone, a woman answered and she was like, 
oh, I'm just I'm doing the dishes. He's in the shower. You want me to go check? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, like, when it's reverse, I'm really angry now. I'm like, well, <laughs> exactly. I just, is she gonna put them away too? Because like it's easy to run the dishwasher. I don't put them away. I don't either. If it was easy to run the dishwasher, Jennifer, then you would know what hey. the dishwasher sounds like. <laughs> that was one time. That was two days ago. <laughs> I, I had headphones in and like I heard a noise and I was like, what was that? And he was like, the dishwasher. <laughs> How long have we lived here? You don't know what the dishwasher sounds like? It's like, you'd know what it sounds like if you ever did the dishes. And I was like, damn. Yeah, that's a, so that's a good lead in, I guess, right? Because then after after he realizes, after Arnold realizes the predicament that he's in, he doesn't, he doesn't have a Turbo Man. He was supposed to get a Turbo Man. All the Turbo Men have but sold out. Just briefly, like, I, she seems like, not the nagging type, but like she's going to remind him Christmas Eve. Or the day before Christmas Eve to get that toy. She's had a long time to either go get it, remind him. I'm assuming she probably wraps the gifts. I don't know why I'm assuming that Nick wraps all the gifts because I can't wrap. But what do you do? (laughs) What do you bring to the table? (laughs) A bright and sunny disposition. I'm fun. She is. She is a delight. That's a good point, though. Like, what's a good point? What do I bring to the table? No. (laughs) Hey, we have like twelve more days to know if we're going to renew our lease or not. Oh boy, make a decision. (laughs) I I assume that she already like checked in with him a couple of times, right? And he just did like the nod, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Also, that kid changed his like entire demeanor real quick when he like talked about turbo man he was all butthurt because his dad missed his lame ass karate thing which i get it like it's fine but like also i don't know why he bothered walking into that school or whatever there's no cars in the parking lot the lights were off like he's not that smart either his kid's not that smart the wife's not doing anything i don't see what ted sees in any of these people and then even ted's kid sucks like i don't middle america man that's the best but we'll get to that in a second yeah we'll get to that we'll get to that right now i guess because we're at that point in the movie you know once once arnold realizes um the absolute state that he's that he's in goes to a gets into some classic some classic hijinks i think you know you got the you got the uh, well, okay. So he meets Sinbad. Sinbad unleashes one of the the great anti Christmas uh, commercialization of Christmas rants ever committed to screen. They get the bouncing ball raffle scene, wherein he Arnold Schwarzenegger chases a small child, then tries to play it off that he's like not trying to kidnap the kid. He's not a pervert. The only people who say I'm not a pervert out loud are. Probably perverts, generally Probably. speaking. Brandon, I've heard you say the words, I'm not a pervert before, so thank you <laughs> for admitting to that. Um, uh, also, in that same scene, we we miss Simbad yelling, Rodney King, Rodney King. Oh my gosh. <laughs> in 1996, how did that happen? How did that make it into a family Christmas movie? I mean, prior to that, he did choke a woman in line as well. He really did. <laughs> She seems pretty chill about it. The worst person. 
ever. Also, I asked Nick, I was like, the whole time I was like, is he on duty to be delivering mail this entire time? <laughs> he has like, the mail tray. He has the mail bag. He has people's actual mail. Yeah, I was going to say, he had mail. <laughs> he was supposed to be working. I don't think they let you just drive the truck around when you're off duty. <laughs> when they were running to the to the radio station and he's just like dropping mail there to like <laughs> lessen the weight. Like that made no sense. Pretty sure that's a federal crime. Also, he's a fucking terrorist. I think yeah. is the... The most the the most egregious part of all of this is that at the end of the day, Sinbad's character was a fucking terrorist. And like, not to jump too far ahead, but like, like he's spending Christmas Eve in county. Mm-hmm. I'm also not convinced that he had a kid. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I so what is he doing it for? I don't know. Right. So there's Retail? that line that he drops during the rant. Where he says that he's the only one paying alimony to a woman who fucked everybody at the post office but him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never got that. <laughs> I don't know that there's a kid here. Well, I actually don't defend Arnold Schwarzenegger's character for going after that ball because there was plenty of balls bouncing around. But I do love how he called out Myron so quick saying he's got two. <laughs> and everyone attacked he was like get the mailman and like everyone just attacks him like in that moment why don't you just go for the balls that they all kind of just forgot about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was his lucky ball do not try to run down the small child. also the parent of that child one that haircut two <laughs> she like this random ball lands in her lap and she's just putting it in her mouth i know so gross. i thought it was a boy i, I did too <laughs> I, when I first watched this as a child, I thought that was a boy. And I was confused. He said, hey, little girl. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Does it make it any better or worse that it was a little girl? I I don't know why everyone freaked out towards the end. Like, he was already a very large grown man going through this entire playground. And they only right. freak out when he tries to grab the ball. Like, these people were not paying attention. <laughs> also, that child knew it was not her ball. a lot of people were wrong in that situation he has a run-in with jim belushi as a really creepy santa he meets martin mole breaks into a breaks into a radio station breaks a lot of glass over the course of this movie jennifer as you as you noted while we were watching it i just i couldn't i was getting stressed out about the property damage (laughs) everything happening (laughs) He fights um, a bunch of Santas, gets arrested, impersonates a police detective and gets out of things, which, you know, kudos to you, Arnold. Kudos to you. You know, quick thinking. I'm glad no one else noticed that the toy badge that you were showing wasn't a real badge. Um, Survives a bomb scare at a radio station while, again, breaking a whole bunch of glass, uh, breaks into his nice neighbor Ted's home and straight up destroys a, a reindeer for no reason. He also gets his car destroyed, by the way. He does. Outside of that restaurant. And then I think the the part of the movie that I remember as a childhood starts. We get the we get the climax of the movie, right? We get we get Arnold Schwarzenegger as as Turbo Man in in uh, Christmas 
Christmas parade. Everybody's favorite part of the movie, right? That suit was spectacular. Can you just imagine all the all the money they had to pour into that thing to get an actual flying suit that shot out discs in the boomer? I mean, it's a lot for a parade. Maybe when I was five, but I don't remember ever watching a full Macy's Day Parade. I don't think that they had like bits, right? Like they choreographed a fight sequence for this. Is that a is that a thing? Do they need that? Is that important? I'll watch parades. Parades are dumb. I want to say that I think that they did like a Power Rangers thing way back in like 94, 95, like on Macy's Day Parade. But they stop and do like a little two, three minute bit for the cameras. And I don't think that they do it again. I think they just do it to be televised. And then it's just kind of like, oh, look, there are the Power Rangers and kids go fucking nuts. I want to say, I don't know. I could be wrong. That makes sense. I feel like they had to have gotten it from somewhere, right? They they took this thing from, um, they got the idea from Power Rangers toys selling out real quick, anyways. So that makes. Oh sense. yeah. Um, First of all, that also looks like a nightmare. The fact that he was just going to drive up and park the car real quick. No. Yeah. By the way, oh, Not there's so and so's dad. Can we just get out of the fucking car in an, in a city? Two kids. Bad parenting. Sure. I, that right there just told you that Liz wanted to be Lizzie. <laughs> I was like, man, I feel bad for that guy's dad because now he has to watch three fucking kids. That is what you said. Two of them aren't his. No one asked him if he wanted to watch them. I felt bad for that guy. But yeah, definitely the most the, the most fun of this movie is the climax scene, is the last like 20 minutes of this movie. Because I do remember... Like, you can see it happening where he's going to wind up being Turbo Man or something. Or actually, I take that back. You don't really see that. You just kind of wonder, like, how is he going to get this kid a doll? And they go to the parade. And I, I I remember thinking, like, oh, oh, shit. Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be Turbo Man. Like, I don't remember seeing a preview for this movie. So I didn't see, like, an outcome already. But that was pretty, like, I remember thinking that. Like, that's, that's pretty cool. Oh, shit. His dad's going to be Turbo Man. Really easy for him to just do this. Like a massive crowd, he just walks into a building past all these people. They say, okay, you're this guy. Just like, man, you could get away with a lot in the 90s. Pre-9-11. Which, okay, so I have, there are two things that I that I have here. Problems, I guess, or questions. And I think that they both sort of tie into that. One, as it pertains to Arnold, when he like reveals that it's him, it's like, actually, I'm... I'm Luke, I am your father. Um, uh, don't be disrespectful. Oh, that was a throwaway I, line. Um, <laughs> when he says it. that, his wife is like, oh, oh. And it's like, oh, you're man. married to Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. Like, he looks like that all the time. What are you talking about? How are you just going to be like, oh, well, hmm. When did you start looking all buff? What a nice suit. Guess he could bench press his way out of that one. <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> Once again, Ted speaking for the people, by the way. <laughs> also, how does Sinbad know how to do all of the evil guy things? Arnold Schwarzenegger, I understand. He's got a kid. He's a good father. His make-believe kid probably makes him watch it. I think he just wants a turbo man. I will say, I don't know how he knew where Dementor was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> None of this adds up. 
as I was watching this movie, a smile did come across my face when Arnold like realizes like, oh shit, I'm Turbo Man and starts doing like all the moves and he's like, oh, this is cool. Like you do kind of feel like that's that is pretty fucking cool. (laughs) I did. I felt like an 11 year old again. I was like, oh, shit. Is this a good ending to this movie? Does this movie wrap up appropriately for everybody? Just felt very long. It did. It's only like 90 minutes, isn't it? It's too long. Yeah. The ending like felt very long. Oh, the ending. I liked the fight scene though. It was absolutely ridiculous. And like I said, like I think a lot of people probably should have been injured or died, probably. Yes. How yes. about those graphics though? <laughs> Zero CGI. All professional stunts. I feel like he went to space at one point. Right? I didn't <laughs> I, I watched this I was like, dude, you're awfully high. <laughs> <laughs> this, is some, this is some fucking Iron Man shit. Like he's, about, he's about to pass out from I don't understand. the atmosphere. Um, I don't think you should bring your kid up there. Um, all right. So the movie wraps up, whatever. It's classic, classic Christmas bullshit. Everything's fine at the end. Did everyone? I didn't realize this was a mid credits scene or post credits scene. Everyone saw the thing where she turns to him and is like, but what did you get? me for Christmas. No. They didn't need to do that. <laughs> Missed that. Okay. You didn't miss anything. There's a there's a there's a thing afterwards where she's like, "Oh, well, you know, it's just you went through all this stuff and did all this to get to get um little Jake Lloyd a gift that means you really love him, so can't wait to see what you got me." You got to and- take this costume off. <laughs> I mean, I you get the costume to stay on. You also get a turbo man. I'm gonna. (laughs) (laughs) He should probably be arrested too. (laughs) I don't think you can do that. Also, the police department really just let that whole bomb thing slide. Guess you weren't going to find a jury to convict them. I mean, OJ had just gotten off, so... If they weren't going to convict OJ, they're not going to fucking convict that. <laughs> All right, let's let's we, we've we've talked a little bit about the people here, but let's 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 get anything else that we got out. Arnold, are we are we good dad? Misunderstood dad? Is that what we're going with? I don't want to say good dad, but not bad dad. <laughs> not bad dad. I mean, he's no Ted. Does Ted have a job? Yeah, it's fucking hose. It's like I was gonna say, Arnold. He's you know trying his best. He's clearly working. I think Ted is a stay-at-home dad and won the divorce. And probably his woke-ass wife, who left him, probably has to pay him a shit ton of alimony. Also, like, what was Ted's divorce about? Knowing Ted, why did his wife want to get a divorce? Is it simply that he was out here fucking all the, the neighborhood yeah. women? <laughs> yeah. Did he not have custody? I don't know, because Johnny said... Is his name Johnny? Who? Kid. Oh, it I don't looks know. like it sure. would be. His kid him. said, my dad used to not be like this. Maybe your parents should get a divorce and your dad would be nicer too. Such mm. a messed up line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure this was not a children's movie. It's definitely The more I watch it, like... Kids don't understand those jokes. So, yeah. It could be. They, they just leave and they're like, y'all should get a divorce. <laughs> what was it? I think, Ryan, did you make a comment about 
when he's in the kitchen and he tells Liz to go in the shower, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just here. I'm eating your wife's cookies. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck did that mean? Sexual so, innuendo. This is like to- this is like the Shrek of Christmas movies. <laughs> this was for fucking adults, not for kids. <laughs> I don't see the problem here. Put the cookie down. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, I think what it was is I'm sure the script was a kid's movie and then Phil Hartman and Sinbad showed up and they were like, listen, we're going to do what we're going to do here. But I don't think, I didn't, rest in peace, Phil Hartman. I didn't like Phil Hartman at all because of this movie. Very influential on a young, on a young child. Wait. Even on news radio, I was like, I don't like him. He died? You watched yeah. news radio as a... By yeah. gunshot wounds? Yeah, his wife murdered him. What the fuck? No wonder he, he got divorced. Kind of fucking women in the neighborhood. It's Andy Dick's fault. Wait, what? Oh my it god. It is Andy Dick's fault. This is all news to me. Yeah. And I know this happened it now it says in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Like two years later. Yeah. It's incredibly tragic. Holy shit. Yeah. I had no idea. You didn't watch news radio as a ten year old, Nick? Uh Just kidding. Listen, I watched I watched Frasier. I was too busy you watching would watch Frasier. Frasier. <laughs> you pretentious Niles. ass. Niles, please. This is what I put up with. <laughs> and why I don't do the dishes. That is not a joke, by the way. I watched Frasier as an 11-year-old. I, I did too. I know. <laughs> it's just the fact that's the first one you went to. Like... Done. <laughs> shuts to, to Frazier. Um, that was darker than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, let's, I didn't. My bad. I, I mean, I guess I get it. I think I think Phil Hartman is Ted is a bad guy, right? Ted is a bad guy because you don't want someone hitting on your wife. I understand. I get it. This performance is fantastic, though, right? Like, oh yeah, he could have he could have played it. I don't know. I feel like I just I get the sense that it was so much simpler on the script, and he mm-hmm. he does he. There are so many good choices in the way that the way he's just so fucking he's just so cocky in a in a weird '90s suburban dad way, which is you know not not a vibe that you see normally. <laughs> I don't think for a second if he doesn't make the move in the minivan. I know we're calling him a bad guy, but if he doesn't make that move in the minivan, is he a bad guy? No. no. If it's just like, if it's just unrequited love and he doesn't try to go through with it, then no, right? I mean, you have no control over those things, you know? So he's got a little crush on your wife, whatever. He's just a nice guy doing things, hanging up lights when you're not there. That's not a bad thing. Baking cookies, finishing, finishing the cookies and letting your wife have some time to herself. That's not a bad thing, right? No. I mean, shit, I was thinking about that. I was like, if my neighbor, we have our lights up, but if my neighbor came over and put up my lights and I'm driving home and I get home and I see him on my roof, I would feel somewhat emasculated, but at the end of the day, I'd be like, hey, man, thanks. I appreciate it. Why are you just putting your Christmas lights up on Christmas Eve, though? Well, I mean, that's why he had to do it, though, right? He wasn't, they weren't putting up Christmas lights at all. Ted was like, I have some extra lights. You didn't seem like you were going to put any up. Is right. he paying for the electricity bill? <laughs> Probably not. Tried to be. Obviously, very creepy. I, I thought I thought we were all on the same page. I was being a little bit facetious here. He's a good he's a good character and a good actor. He's very creepy in this movie. <laughs> um, let's talk about Sinbad. 
Sinbad's fantastic in this. <laughs> I love him. I don't. I don't understand. As a as a Grinch, he is the only one who seems to understand Christmas. <laughs> Even as a child, he was my favorite. I was like, he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> also, I had this conversation earlier, um, and I hadn't really thought about it, but. You know, the holidays are obviously tough. Postal workers, 2020 holidays are going to be surely ridiculous. Like, the man is under a lot of stress. He is literally doing his Christmas shopping on the clock. I mean, I'm not mad at him. It's fine. This world has pushed him to the brink. Anybody else? I don't really want to talk about one of these people until we get to the awards, since it sounds like that's the obvious. Well, we're not going to talk about the best character in this entire movie, huh? Yeah, who are we going to talk about, Brandon? It's got to be the fucking reindeer Ted. <laughs> and why is that? All right, so check. You see, you, we first meet Ted early in the morning when uh, Arnold's character is leaving the house. Human Ted brings reindeer Ted over. And uh, immediately, reindeer Ted is is uh, on, his, on his acting game, taking a little snap at... Uh, Snapping Arnold, giving him a little little eye look, you know. <laughs> Doesn't trust Arnold. Can tell that he's uh, he's a neglectful dad. <laughs> Later on, uh, and and Ted, you can tell Ted doesn't trust him. And what do we find out later when Arnold just hauls off and punches Ted in the face, and Ted says delivers the, his classic line, "Ow." Later on, on, the two reconcile over some beers, which I thought was nice. You know, Arnold admitting he was in the wrong and bought Ted some beer. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, Ted is Ted is the uh, Ted's the best character in this in this movie. The thought didn't even occur to me um, how difficult it must be to find a reindeer with that range, you know, that with that depth. He's the Daniel Day-Lewis of reindeer. <laughs> Daniel Nay-Lewis? Do reindeers nay? I don't know. <laughs> that was good. Uh, um, also, the, the midget that gets punched uh, was my, my kid's favorite scene of the whole thing. Just how <laughs> far they launched that midget when they punched it. Wasn't that Vern Troyer? Yes. Yeah. That was your Very child's much. favorite yeah, it's just real weird. She had laughed hysterically when the midget got punched. Wonder where she gets that from. Hmm. Toby McGuire? I mean, we all have to be in agreement on this one, right? This fucking kid sucks. Yes. <laughs> I felt bad nominating him after I read what happened to him after Star Wars Episode One. Oh. Well. And realized my guy was dealing with a lot of mental health issues. He did. Well, this was before that, so he was still an ungrateful little purple belt ass. <laughs> God, what is it? He does the count, and he's like, it's like two away from yellow, three or four away from black. And I'm like, okay, so you're, you got a ways to go. <laughs> this box looked like it was cardboard. Like, that's where Arnold should have been like, hey, well, who do you think pays for all this shit? My number one customer. <laughs> rattle off all the names mm -hmm, mm -hmm. also after reading everything that jake lloyd went through antonio do you understand 
Can you understand now why Anakin did what he did to those to those younglings? Fucking hates kids. I mean, I understood it in the moment in in the moment without thinking. <laughs> I didn't need an explanation for killing all them kids. <laughs> that one scene where he talks back to him and says, um, "The fucking worst." He's like talking back to Arnold over and over again, and then finally Arnold's like, "You know, well." Jimmy, don't <laughs> don't worry about it or something. And and his wife walks in at that exact moment and it's like, oh my god, Howard, how could you do this? Damn you, Howard! And I'm sitting here watching this the whole time. I'm like, wow. First of all, fucking Howard been out here all day trying to get this little shit his fucking toy, and then this little kid, Howard, calls the house, asks to speak to his mom. Jamie's like, I'm gonna bitch and complain about you not being here. Instead of just doing what his dad told him to do, right, right, fuck them, kid. You're gonna, you're gonna sit here and disparage me as a man, as a human being, saying I'm a breaker of promises. All I asked you to do was get your mother. Also, you're, you're gonna spend the entire Christmas day together. Like, is it that important to spend Christmas Eve? I always worked on Christmas Eve, so same. He could have said, "Hey." Not I'm in trouble, like in a way to scare the kid, but like he literally like his car was stripped like or he was at a gas. I forgot at which point it was, but he actually really actually needed to talk to her for like adult problems. And the kid was going off about this parade and the toy again or whatever. I know they're not like intentionally like selfish, but like they're not always aware. Code purple. Ooh, yeah. Tell, of, us, what, tell us what kids are like. Jennifer kids are always like but i said this and it's like you never said that you just assume that adults understand what you're thinking and that's not true sounds like women hey got them damn it got that whole damn gender um is this movie better or worse if we don't have arnold schwarzenegger like if we have like a normal american person that seems rude i don't think it matters it doesn't matter okay it doesn't matter at all really I think the running scene would have been better if Tom Cruise had been in this. I love it. I love it. Like you probably don't watch this movie if like Arnold's not in it, but like I guess if you're just looking for a Christmas movie, you're watching it regardless. But it's perfect casting, actually. Arnold played this perfectly. I, I think it's. I I don't think it, it achieves. Um, I don't know. I. I I don't think people find the unintentional humor in it if it's somebody else. I think I think it's just sort of a it's, bad. Movie. It's a Hallmark movie. If it, right, if right. you don't have if you don't have Arnold, it's a Hallmark movie. I want to see another Hallmark movie with Sinbad. <laughs> I'll watch it. Jennifer is does Sinbad get your? Oh God, it makes me upset to say that. Same. Does Sinbad does Sinbad get your Mark Mark <laughs> yeah, Mark Wahlberg Best Performance Award? Of course. Okay. He's flawless. He just, he played his like rants. I don't even think they had to do that many takes. Like he probably just nailed it and they were like, yeah, we got it. Anybody else? Anybody else? Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark. The big show. Oh, it's a big show. Yeah. You like his performance as large Santa. Given that he'd only been a wrestler for less than a year when this movie was made. Great wild. Hadn't gotten his acting chops down yet. Who'd you have, Nick? Mine's Phil Hartman. I just love the guy. I don't think my guy 
qualifies, but every line he had was fucking awesome. And that's Booster. <laughs> Curtis Armstrong just fucking firing on all cylinders as soon as he comes into the frame. You're just like, oh shit, hey, it's Booger. <laughs> and then he does have the best line in the movie. We'll get to it later, but. Yeah, very, uh, very good at playing a world weary sort of character. Um, the the proto prototype for Death to Smoochie, right? Oh, um, absolutely. God. That's a season two movie. Rainbow fucking Randolph. Um, well, I think me and Amanda win. So uh, it's, we're, we're giving it to Phil Hartman. If I have mm-hmm. to say Mark Wahlberg award, then I'm giving it to Phil Hartman. <laughs> um, Alonzo <laughs> Harris, best scene award. Um, anybody, anybody got any suggestions? You got one? I'll go. <laughs> um, I just, we, you know, we we brought it up a couple of times. I just really love that cookie scene. Mm-hmm. I love the way that he, that Phil Hartman plays it. I love, it, and obviously my favorite part is at the very end when he when he hangs up the phone and the kids are yell from the other room and he says, "Quiet down!" or so "Shut up!" Because <laughs> he's trying to. He's been, he's been so nice and so like, but he's only being nice to Arnold. So he's being nice in like this in this like really jackass sort of way. And then he drops the whole thing. Once the phone conversation is over, he yells at those kids. It's so real. So, so like how we're talking about, like how I talked about earlier, how you don't notice these things when you're a kid. Okay. As a kid, I recognize that Phil Hartman was the bad guy. Like he was the antagonist. When I'm watching it today, like during that scene, it was really good acting on his part because he's like staring straight at nothing on the phone pretending he's like do you want me to go check like he's playing it so well to where i was like oh shit is he like is he genuinely being nice or is he just being an asshole because when i was younger you're like oh he's definitely being an asshole but now you're like maybe he like genuinely wants to help but also wants to fuck his wife (laughs) like it was confusing i was like huh it's like a long con, you know what I mean? Like, are you just gonna you're just gonna go through all the motions to make it seem like you're not, and then you're really susceptible to sociopaths, aren't you? Yes, you get, you get fooled by the charm. Gone girl. It's an interesting thing to say yes to, right? <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna argue with her. <laughs> She's very charming, <laughs> right? That's why. That's why it's an interesting yes to. How did you end up in the situation <laughs> I, you're in? You're really susceptible to sociopaths, aren't you, Ryan? Cough twice if you need help. I mean, it's just, it's got to be the one where he breaks into the house and punches that fucking. (laughs) You know where I'm going. Uh, You know, you just have the struggle between these two actors, and, you know, you can feel the tension between them as as he rears back and just like punches him. And then later they just, they share beer as two defeated brothers. It's like heat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Quotes? I think we all have the same favorite. I am going to say this entire thing. I'm just going to read it off. So it's not going to have the cadence and the passion that Sinbad has. Um, But Sinbad's speech when he says, and I quote, they sit there and use subliminal messages to suck your children's minds out. And I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college for a semester and I studied psychology. So I'm right in there and I know what's going on. And then they sit there and they make your children feel like garbage. 
And you, the father who's working 24-7 delivering mail so you can make an alimony payment to a woman that slept with everybody at the post office but me. And then when you get the toy, it breaks and you can't fix it because it's cheap little plastic. <laughs> the frustration. The anti-commercialization of Christmas. It's just all there for me. I feel like that's like the line that like in the movie theater, every parent kind of clapped at <laughs> and cheered. That's the clear winner. Okay. Yeah. Mine I just thought was funny when it's it's Curtis Armstrong's first line. He's like, where the hell have you been? I've been sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant waiting for your ass to show up. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. <laughs> I was going to say, my, my other two are also just by Sinbad. <laughs> he was just the most, what do the kids call it, Nicholas? Don't. Woke. What what was it? Rodney King? Rodney King? No, he was when he was like, "Don't you watch TV? We're being set up by the rich and powerful toy cartels." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when he, it's I love the bomb scene because then after he does it, he like he's basically like, "Oh shit, that was a bomb!" And he's like, "This is a sick world we're living in. Sick people." Right. <laughs> like he's not the one who just gave them a bomb. Um, ratings time. I'm gonna go a three. Okay. Shocker. Antonio, I see your face. Because <laughs> I have, I'm honestly surprised by Ryan saying he's only rewatched this maybe two, three times since it was released. Because I've seen it probably the amount of times that he's watched Suicide Squad. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not letting that go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's funny. And it gets actually funnier as an adult because I'm just like, oh man, I just, I feel for the parents. It's not even really a kid's movie. It's just about adult struggles. Um, Antonio, what about you? This is a one. I've seen it once before. Uh-huh. Remembered some of it. Watched it again. Clearly, I didn't want to sit through the credits because I missed the mid-credits scene. When they started rolling, I just turned it off and went on with my life. This is underwhelming. Okay. Amanda? I'm going to give it a two. My special two (laughs) would not rewatch, but would recommend if you're, if you have the same taste in movies as Jen and Ryan. Is this the week that the streak ends? (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) The streak ends. This movie, I'm sorry, it's not a four, but it is a three. Oh. By our rating system. I thought you were going to say two. <laughs> I thought so too. He went and talked so much shit all day about it after watching it. What? Well, like, yeah, let me, but because of our rating system. Let we, me explain. Would, would you rewatch it? Would you rewatch it? Yes, I would. I probably would rewatch it if it's on. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger in a fucking Christmas movie. I mean, if it's on, I'm going to rewatch it. You know what I mean? Phil Hartman, R.I.P. And I would recommend if you're asked about the movie specifically, like, hey, what, what's a what's a not typical Christmas movie? There's two that come to mind, like your not typical Christmas movies that are are fun. Christmas Vacation and Jingle All the Way. I was going to say Christmas with the Cranks. Iron Man 3. Shut up about Christmas with the Cranks. Say Iron Man 3. It's got some Christmas in there. Die Hard. Ryan was watching the movie on his phone today, and he said, this movie is worse than I remember it being. This is a bad movie. 
No, 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 no. no. I said this. Three. This movie. Gave it a three. I did. This movie is worse than I remember. You said I said it was a bad movie. I said it is a good bad movie. Ah. And if people haven't figured this out by now, I love good bad movies because those are the movies that are memorable. Those are the movies that shape us. How many how many times have we quoted The Shape of Fucking Water? How many how many times have you uh Maine came out? How many times have you uh quoted Citizen Kane? I've never seen it. I say Rosebud at least three times a day. (laughs) But some of these bad movies that are good because of the nostalgia that it brings and the memories that you have of them. I mean, it's a Christmas movie. To me, it's like two steps above an animated movie. Like you have to give it a certain type of like, sorry, like you have to give it like a certain type. It's own little section. Um, very briefly, because I'll let Brandon go last. I know he feels very strongly about this movie. Um, this movie is a one. Um, it's not a good movie. It's a bad movie. I didn't watch it that much when I was a kid. Um, and uh, Jennifer, it's not a good pod. She can't hear me, but it's not a good podcast bit. If this is only going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to murder me, <laughs> if you're going to get up out of your seat and murder me, um, it, it's a it's a one. It's a it's a no for me. Brandon, what you got? Boy, there have been a lot of discussion here about movies that could potentially be better. Um, I do just want to point out in talking about the Grinch real quick. I will not be watching because that is terrible and it, he looks terrible in it. And it's going to haunt me forever. But you know what's not going to haunt me is giving this movie a four. It is a perfect Christmas movie. Um, it has everything that you would expect from a Christmas movie, family, uh, good versus evil, an outstanding performance from, you know, supporting characters like the fucking reindeer Ted. And, uh, you know, I would, I would recommend this movie to anybody. And, you know, just a few short weeks ago, I would have said that this movie sucks and uh, I was wrong. And I apologize to everybody that I've ever disparaged for liking this movie. I feel like you're being part of that felt like you were being held at gunpoint, but okay. <laughs> um, recommendations guys. We've, we've talked about how this is not literally another Christmas movie ever made. Yeah. Except You'll for eat- elf. Cause elf sucks. Okay. Just give me one. Just give me <laughs> one. Antonio. Just give me one. Uh, the home alones one and two. Okay. Not three. I Problem with the home alones for me is that they could happen. Not at Christmas. Little Women. Greatest Christmas movie ever, Christmas Vacation. I like that movie. I'm going to say Christmas with the Cranks. Another Tim Allen, not as Santa. He's more of a Grinch, which is a fun little twist. No, Rocky IV. (laughs) Um, I know Nicholas is already going to recommend this, The Princess Switch. (laughs) What? You got Brandon's attention. He gave, so we were scrolling through Netflix and like, don't print, even fucking, yes, don't even on. sit here and yes, lie to these people. No, like I'm, this. it's, this is not about to be a lie. The princess switch switched again, came across the screen, and he gave me a full rundown on everything. And I was like, oh, have you seen the first one? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he kept talking up the princess switch. <laughs> And finally, I played it on Netflix. I haven't finished it yet, 
Probably not sure what's going to happen. It's Brandon, have you never seen the movie? I've we never both... seen The Princess Switch. Or Jen and I both thought that you would watch that. That seemed right up your alley. I would have put money on. I'm going with Office Christmas Party, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh. Love that movie. I think it's very funny. I love that movie so much, and I love Jason Bateman. Oh, also Jingle Dingle. All oh, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see that. I have so many Christmas movies to watch. Home Alone, Jingle All the Way. Santa Claus, the Santa Claus. Excuse me. I'm sure, we're all familiar. Yes? Question mark. Yes. I can't do any of these. I'm gonna kill the Santa Claus. Yeah. Because I don't remember it, obviously. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck Jingle all the way and marry Home Alone. Interesting. I'm right there with you. Okay. I don't remember the Santa Claus, but I'm marrying it because my guy Tool Time Tim's in it. So right. we're marrying that. We're fucking home alone and we're killing Jiggle all the way. Antonio, I think I'm going with yours. Brandon? Um, let me get... Fuck. You know, I'm not a fan of Home Alone that much. Mm-hmm. <gasps> not surprised. Um, but also, I've already forgotten the options. I was trying to buy some time. Home Alone, Jingle All the Way, and The Santa Claus. Oh, you know what? I do like The Santa Claus. I'm going to fuck The Santa Claus... Uh, Mary Jingle all the way and kill Home Alone. Jennifer, you have if to. I ha- if I had to choose, I'd go with what Brandon said. If I had to. You're going to kill you Home Alone? I, if I had to. Oh, I, I don't understand what's happening in this. I just, I laugh way more. Jingle all the way. The Santa Claus classic. Popo, no. Okay, but the tarantula scene. That is true. Like, I know that it's coming and I cannot control myself. Like, it gets me. Like you get scared or you laugh or you get a little I laugh. excited. I die yeah. laughing. <laughs> okay. And, and then to know that it was a real tarantula. Yeah. I didn't want to do that to any of these movies. These are all my movies. They're all my guy. Kill a kid, Jen. That's okay. I mean, that's the reason that I killed the kid. I told you I didn't want to do it. Oh, wait. Did oh. I? Did I? What did I do with that? You child? fucked the kid. Oh, no. Well, but you, you hate killed the right kid. Now, now we don't have to worry about Darth Vader like ruining the galaxy. Okay, well then answer this one for me. Rapid fire, everybody. So basically, the Santa Claus from Miracle on 34th Street, Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa, or the Santa Claus from the Santa Claus. Okay, well, I've never seen that. Really. I feel like this is easy, right? I'm, I, think I'm, I think I'm fucking Billy Bob. Mm-hmm. I think I'm marrying... Um, what's his face? Sir Richard Attenborough? Yep. And then I'm killing um, Tim Allen. Yeah. Is that old? Here, here's your chance, Antonio. You can either fuck or marry Tim Allen. I mean, I'm I'm marrying Tim Allen. I'm <laughs> fucking Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. And I'm killing the guy I've never heard of. Who's already dead. <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone that's not fucking Billy Bob Thornton, though? I don't understand how you would... <laughs> Based on what happens in that movie... <laughs> I don't know what else you could do. <laughs> Jen, Brandon, you guys got anything? I mean, I'm going with exactly what Antonio said. You're Kill marrying the tool man. Tim the tool man. I don't, bad, bad Santa is fucking hilarious to me, so. Um, God, but fucking Billy Bob Thornton are marrying him. <sighs> One and done. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Antonio, I guess. Pump it and dump it, as Nicholas says. When have I ever? <laughs> I'd marry John Hammond, 
Fuck Billy Bob Thornton. Kill Tim Allen. All right. Movie dad or Christmas movie dads. Did you say John Hammond? Yeah, from Jurassic Park. Oh. Who's also Richard Attenborough. Oh. John kind of Hamm, Santa. <laughs> John Ham. <laughs> no. No John Ham on this one. You sit on that lap real quick. I can write a Christmas movie at this point. So do you fuck or marry John Ham though? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas dads, Chevy Chase, Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Con, uh, James Con. You got to marry one, fuck one, kill one. Go. Jennifer, say the words, I'm going to fuck Chevy Chase. <laughs> For the fourth time today. I mean, I am. I... <laughs> that on your bucket list or something? <laughs> the fuck it list. <laughs> Why did you say it like fucking Bane? <laughs> That was not my intent. All of my impressions just sound like Bane. Quickly, quickly. Christmas moms. Jamie Lee Curtis, Rita Wilson, or Catherine O'Hara. You're going to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I'm marrying Catherine O'Hara. Yep. I'm fucking Jamie Lee Curtis, and I'm killing Rita Wilson. Yep. Yeah. That's the only right answer, right? Seconded. Yeah. That was easy. Yeah. That's all I got. It was good. Love Catherine O'Hara. I know. I was just about to say the same thing. A goddamn treasure. You know, kids are barely realizing that she is the mom from Home Alone. It's so sad. It's you, your <laughs> kids, your kids. I found it out on the Ringer uh, or the Rewatchables Home Alone episode. Oh my god! They Seriously, they made that yeah. comment, and I was like, "Really? Huh?" <laughs> Now that I think about it, I kind of see it, but I don't.